Welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast, where you'll learn all the best tips, tricks, and practical techniques for building the confidence levels you've always wanted. With inspiring interviews, real-life examples, and game-changing insights, this podcast is for women who know that mastering the skill of confidence is one of the most important things they'll ever do. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Secrets of Confident Women. My name is Jodie Bruce-Clark, and together with my business partner, Anastasia Adams, we run Rise Women, which is a business dedicated to helping women learn practical confidence-building techniques so that they can increase their confidence and do the amazing things they want to do in their lives. And it's through this podcast and interviews with incredible confident, courageous, kick-ass women that we try to help women all over the world learn the confidence tips and tricks that others use. And speaking of incredible, confident, courageous women, today I am speaking with Jen Bowers and she absolutely fits this description. Now, Jen and I have met a few times, the first time at a networking event that I was speaking at, where we then discovered that we had some mutual friends and actually lived very close to each other. But it wasn't until we organised a pre-Christmas lunch with champagne, of course, that I heard more of Jen's story and knew she would be the perfect guest to have on our podcast. She describes herself as the champagne-drinking, coffee-addicted, crazy cat lady who is hooked on candles, motivational quotes, positivity, reading and joy. She lives in Sydney, has a fabulous bagpiping husband and a perfectly imperfect university student daughter and, not to mention, a very big crazy fur family of cats. She is a brand strategist, socials stylist and illustrator, try and say that quickly, and founder of her two businesses, Pink Pom Pom and Pink Pom Pom Social. But this wasn't always her life. Jen has created this life by rebuilding her confidence after the end of her first marriage, which left her broken and with very little self-worth. In her words, she had to put on her big girl panties and rebuild herself. And it's this journey from broken to bold that Jen is going to share with us today. So Jen, welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you. Um, (laughs) I'm almost blushing listening to that. Good. Um, Yeah, it's, it's funny when you hear somebody say from broken to bold you go yeah yes you are that fits so perfectly I know when Anastasia and I were talking about this podcast and this episode and we were you know took some of your the information that we'd had conversations about and you know and it was like that's what it was it was like yes. this broke because you I think in one of the emails you said I was you know I was broken but now Very. I mean who you are is so bold and beautiful and out there it's like going from this broken person to who you are today is such such a huge leap. There's such a there's such a lot of work that's gone in in between, which is what we'd love you know for you to hear more about today. Absolutely, it's it's definitely been a journey. Yes, um, it's been a an amazing journey. It's been a really horrible journey. Yes, um, it's been <laughs> like oh my gosh, I can't they get out are. of bed. Yes, journey. But yep. in saying that, you know, you it's. I look back, I look back yeah. and I can't believe 
where I came from. Yeah. And I think that's why I wanted just to be on the podcast because there's so many women in a very similar situation that's gone through some sort of a big relationship breakdown and, and things like that. And it does leave you – it does leave many women very low in confidence because generally it's not just it's not just the moment – someone leaves or that you decide the relationship's over there's generally quite a big lead up to that to that place which is very damaging and very damaging to to the comp to our confidence and our self-worth 100 percent. yeah it's the last couple of years of my marriage was was difficult yeah um and I actually lived with my husband still whilst he was deciding whether he wanted to stay or leave. Right. So you can imagine nice. the devastation <laughs> um, and yeah. and the, the sheer uncertainty of what that was going to bring. Yeah. Um, so that was a very soul-destroying time. Yeah. Um, in saying that, I look back yeah. and I'm so darn glad. Yes, absolutely. It's always a silver lining. Very much a silver yeah. lining. But still, at the time when you're living it, oh, it's, it's yeah. just it's soul destroying totally soul destroying yeah yeah and you do come out the other end going how am I ever yeah going to move on yeah absolutely so that's what we're going to talk a bit more about today but to start with let's hear a bit more about you your family background career okay um well I'm Jen um (laughs) I'm proudly 53 years old and one of my favorite quotes is it's you're never too old and it's never too late that's right um and I live that, yeah. I think, um, yeah. and I love that quote. It, yeah. it just resonates with me. Um, so I started out my working career as a graphic designer 33 years ago and I've pretty much stuck with that my whole working career. I've, I've evolved, obviously, as we all do, and now as a brand strategist I delve into the foundations of people's brands as well before I start doing any branding work with them. Um, I founded Ping Pong Pong Social a couple of years ago because I realised obviously social media is such a huge part of our businesses these days. Oh, my God. The biggest. Huge. huge. And (laughs) so many people are like, ah, what am I going to post? I don't know what to post today. And I was the same. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm a graphic designer. Yeah. And I'm having trouble? Yeah. How on earth is everyone else going to be feeling? (laughs) Ask me me mortals. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I founded um, Ping Pong Pong Social, which is a social media imagery membership with my um, friend Brandy in the US. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was just saying to Jodie earlier, I actually, we refer to each other ourselves as phoenixes Mm. because we've both got very similar backgrounds. Bad first marriages had, you know, moved on to second marriages and rebuilding ourselves. Yeah. But, yes, since that first marriage, I have remarried. Um, I have a wonderful husband. Mm -hmm. Um, I have an amazing daughter with with my first husband who's just a beautiful being and I may only have the one but I sure have quality. You've got a quality one. uh, She's a good girl. You only need one. I mean, look, she's a pain (laughs) in the butt, aren't they all? That's right, they are. But um, she's amazing and she – Still, she lives with us with her boyfriend. I'm fortunate enough to own a duplex. Um, so she lives – it's an upstairs, downstairs. She lives downstairs. And, yeah, I've got ten cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a total crazy cat lady. I, I love them. Yes. Um, and – And you show them. They're part – I like you, show them. Yeah, I yeah. used it's to breed part them. Of, it's a big part of also who you are. It was. And it was actually something I start. Uh, we've always had cats. Yeah. Um, with in my first marriage, just after my dad passed, I said, 
oh my gosh, like I need, I, I need a cat. Like I yeah. need something. Yeah. So we got a Balinese cat and we just, both my ex-husband and I fell madly in love with this cat. He was amazing. And I said, I want to breed, eventually I want to breed Balinese. And actually after we split up, that was one of the first things I did for myself was yes. I got a female to breed with. Um, which was very exciting. So when, when we split, I only had three cats, like two years later, I think we had 17, <laughs> something like that, um, which included babies. Yeah. Um, and actually a lot of people say to me, well, what does your husband say about the cats? And I'm talking about my current husband. Yeah. I'm like, man, I think I had like 20 when he met yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we've only got 10. It's like, the so, side, yeah, yeah. It's like this was this was you from the beginning yeah, of, I was the, of that say, relationship. Take so it, it yeah, or take leave it. Take it or leave it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Okay, so what does confidence or being a confident woman mean to you? Well, for me personally, it was having the confidence in myself to rebuild, yeah. to know that I am enough, yeah. that I can do good things yes, um, and put aside how I felt at the end of the marriage and come out going, I, I am a good person. Yeah. And I'm good at what I do. Yeah. And I have to I have to rebuild. Yeah. Because I had my mother who lived with us, hence the duplex. Yeah. And I had our daughter to look after. Yeah. So I had to rebuild. Yeah. Because I kind of thought, oh, we could sell the house and we could all move in an apartment. I went, oh, I would probably kill my mother. Yeah, yeah. So this is probably not a great <laughs> idea. Um yeah. so therefore yeah. I need yeah. to rebuild and do something yeah. that allows me yeah. to buy him out. Yeah. So you had people relying on you. Yes, I did. To really rebuild and, and you know, for want of a better word, pull yourself together and, and – Put on those big girl panties. Put on the big girl panties and yeah. recreate. I really feel like I had no choice. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have said and to me – luckily, luckily you had no choice, right? Well, a lot of people Because you've created an amazing life for yourself out of having that, that, that get up and go to go, you know what, I'm going to have to sort this out now. Exactly. And a lot of people have said to me over the time, I can't believe you did that. Like you are one of the strongest people I know. Yeah. And I say, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. And yes. I literally had no choice. Yeah. So therefore, if I wanted to build a business, yeah. I had to be confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have to put myself out there. And absolutely with the advent of social media. Yes. We're all public now. Yes. Like we can't hide. No. And to build a business – in this day and age, yeah, people want to see us. Yeah, they want to see the people behind the business. Yeah, so therefore you've got to have that confidence. I'm still a little bit slack in stories, yeah. but you know, <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> I'm better. <laughs> all right. Well, so when are you the most confident version of yourself now? So last year, um, I was actually made redundant through COVID. Mm. So I was a friend. So many yeah. people have got. I yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I was a brand designer um, for a corporate company and directive from head office, which was overseas, was to cut my position. Um, and I mean, I'm pretty confident in what I do design wise, et yes. cetera. But now I feel, so I, I flipped the script and we'll talk about yeah. what helped me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, later, later on, yep. Um, I flipped the script, decided not to try and find another corporate job, went into brand strategy and brand styling again. And honestly, when I am working one-on-one with women yeah, right. and helping them build yeah. their brands, 
I am in my element. Yes. I feel so blessed that I wake up every day and this is what I do. Yeah. Before I came here to talk to Jodie, I presented to a client. She's just like, I love it all. I said. Yeah, yeah. And just that feeling of goosebumps and yeah. bubbles and well it makes a difference I find the same thing in the coaching stuff when I work one on one because you get off that call and like you know there's some, you've made there's a difference made and that sort of pushes you through all the the crap days in, in business Absolutely. and the challenges because you're making that difference and you've made a difference to that client absolutely so. when we started this particular client when we started she was barely selling anything she so I'll give it like I'll give you a little kind of history her her brand her business was accents by ashley she's a business that is in creating new family traditions um she yeah so she she does it's arts and crafts and um she's in the u.s now in the u.s they're very big on the traditions um Mm. seasonal decorating stuff like that so we we decided to push it towards making more family traditions so we decided to rename it so her children are elliot and addison so we've called it adeli which oh. is a really lovely name. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're really pushing now the family traditions, the family gatherings get together to, because they, uh, the US guys, which I love as well, they decorate for each season. Yes. Oh my she's God, now, they're yes, religious. I know, it's amazing. <laughs> they're doing, like she's doing seasonal boxes with the decorations. Yeah, and yeah. I just presented her new logo to her today. Oh. But we have been working together for, oh my gosh, about eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. Doing her yeah. brand strategy and figuring out all this important stuff underneath. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so it exciting. It lights you up. Yes, yeah. it does. yeah sparks joy it sparks joy isn't that a great thing you just yes. gotta have more life's too short not to have joy every day absolutely <laughs> absolutely okay so let's let's talk because you you do have an amazing life now that you created and again I love that concept because so many people I think look at got other people going oh I wish I had this isn't that great it's like you know what it's created you created this from hard work from dedication from pushing through the hard times like you know like many people that have a life that's worth looking at going and being inspired by it doesn't just turn up there's no <laughs> there's no magic turn up right <laughs> maybe no. some people do I don't know I haven't met one yet no, I haven't met but <laughs> it's created and you know when as I said in the beginning when I when we met and I heard more about your story you could see even how much you had to create right from that from where where you were so what was the hardest thing to rebuild after your marriage breakdown what was the hardest part of that bit my life mm. <laughs> um you know so when when my ex and I split up i wasn't really working a lot yeah. um you know our right. daughter was 7 yes um you know i was just helping out a bit you know, with a friend um, doing a bit of marketing and what have you. And then he left and he moved out and I stayed in the home. Um, And I kind of had to figure out what the heck I was going to do with my life. Yeah, right. Which, you know, and I will talk about this a bit later, but has led me to, you know, a lot of people, we all want to know the why behind the business. This is my why. Yeah. Um, So I thought about what I was going to do. I started working with a friend's business. Um. Unfortunately, that did not work out um, and I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. 
and I decided go back to what you're good at. Go yeah. back to your strength. Play to your strengths. Yeah. And I'm so eternally grateful that I have a career that I could go back to and I decided to go back to designing. Yeah. And um, so I was, I was, you know, sort of starting that back yeah. up in the midst of getting a divorce. Yes. In the having midst a seven year old. Having a seven year old <laughs> and a mother yeah, who lived with us. Yes. And cats. Yeah. Only three at the time though. Um, and figuring out should we sell? Should could yeah. I could I keep the house? Yeah. And I remember one night I said to my ex who was picking up Charles, I think I'll try and buy you out. And he's like, you'll never be able to buy me out. And I'm like, you just watch me, lady. You just watch <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. Don't ever say that to no, a Torian no. woman. No, no. <laughs> 18 months later, the house yeah. was mine. Yeah, yeah. And the mortgage broker said to me it was the biggest mortgage that he had ever got for a single woman. And yeah. this was a wizard home loan mortgage guy. Yeah, yeah, This was yeah. not just like, no, no. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. some little, you know, independent. This yeah. was wizard. And he's like, it, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Still in that house today. Awesome. Awesome. So it was really the push for you to go this again, seeing the goal almost, seeing like yes. this is what I want to create, this is what I have to do. And it was that determination. What what sparked that determination? Like what did something just like from going from that, that broken place to then just, you know, for want of a better word, F you mate, it's happening. This is who I'm going to be now. Like something just flicked, like a switch flipped. What was? It was too bloody hard to try and move out. Yeah. <laughs> I just decided it was easier to work harder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love do it. I want to pack this house up and yeah, move? Yeah, yeah, No, I do not. Yes, right. So Got damn it. it, I'm just going to yeah. stay and I'm going to work really hard. Look, I am blessed. Yeah. I have a career. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. you know, one of, and I, I'll, I'll say now, one of the whys behind my business now is to help every woman have a career or a business that makes them self-sufficient yes so they can stand on their own two feet yeah. because life is not a fairy tale no we all no, want no. it to be no and i mean people might look at us now and say oh she's living the fairy tale yeah but no you know that's why that's why i preface this whole thing with you where it's it's created you've got to make it happen it's you do not, it doesn't yeah, just it, happen it doesn't just happen. it takes it a lot of hard work yeah. I missed stuff with yeah. Chelsea yeah but I was again so very blessed that I owned a property that my mother lived with us yeah yeah so whilst I was working yeah you Chelsea had, was with mum yeah yeah so mum could look after pick Chelsea up from school yeah. take her to dancing take her to do the things whilst I was working now yes I did probably miss out on family holidays with her because obviously I had a massive mortgage that I was paying by myself um so all my a lot of my funds went back to that yeah but I it's still worth it and I know that I have created a great work ethic in Chelsea and I've also taught her that women can do whatever they want I was telling her about some plans actually a while ago and I said and this is what I want to do and this is what I'm going to earn and I want to help you and Warren and then I want to help James and Beck that's my stepson and this is what I'm going to do and I'm like you might as well aim high hey (laughs) and she goes mum I've never seen you not achieve anything you set out to achieve oh I love so she's like I know you'll be able to do this what a great lesson like what a great thing for her to actually know that just like 
this is if she says it, this is going to happen, and for her to know that that's possible mm-hmm. for her as well. Absolutely, she um, so she's she was studying to be a chiropractor, and she did four years of uni, finished her bachelor's, went, you know what, this doesn't spark joy. Yeah, I'm not wow. going to be a chiropractor. I'm going to change and I'm going to do occupational therapy. She now wow. has, has another four years of uni. She yeah. skipped last year. Yeah. You know, and which is a good thing. Yes. You know, thank you, COVID. Yeah. Um, but now she started, it's three to four years. We're not sure. She's not sure yet. Yeah. But, you know, to have that strength of mind as a 22-year-old. Yes. To say, you know what, I am going to not, change. This and is I was, creating my life yep. again. I'm going to create my life. And that's what I said to her. Yes. Don't do something that you don't love because no. life is too short. Oh, and it's such a – like there's challenges whether you love it or whether you don't love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Jesus, it's a big challenge if you don't love it. Like oh, much bigger. Been there, done that. Yes. I've had times where I did not love what I was doing and worked in terrible environments. Yeah. I'll tell you what, loving it makes yeah. all the difference. Yeah. I know. I was Such actually laughing difference. with a client. I jumped on a call with a client the other day and she was like, oh, how's your day? And I was like, you know what? I'm so excited to just be here today because I'm sitting in my home office. I'm coaching you. And she was, I think she's in Texas and um, it's pouring rain outside. Like it is torrential. It's like 12 degrees. And I'm sitting here, I don't have to get on a train, I don't have to go to the city, I don't have to do any of that. You don't have to put a bra on. I don't have to put a bra on, yes. darling, if I do. Well, I, well, actually, no, Zoom probably you wouldn't yes, pick Zoom, up. Zoom, I never do. <laughs> Sorry to everybody that's going to Zoom with me in the future. <laughs> but It's a party on top. It's like you're seeing those those blessings for, you know what, sometimes running your own business, as you'll know, is really challenging. Oh, so challenging. And has days where you're like, what the hell am I doing? But those moments I was like looking out my window, looking at the torrential rain going, oh, my God, I've created this life that I just do love and I don't have to be out in the torrential rain today. And what a blessing. What a blessing. I know, I know. Imagine being on a train in that rain. Oh, my goodness. My poor husband has to go and do the train thing. But anyway, so so what did you learn through the, I guess, the – the, that whole period of your life, what did you learn about your confidence and how you felt about yourself and how, how to change, how to build that? This is a tough one. Um, I'm, well, I'm very much into positive quotes and yep. mantras. So I do have little mantras that I, you know, chant to myself. Same, same. Um, like yep. I am enough. That's yep. a really good one. I oh mean, it's God. short. It's to the point. I get up every morning, I wake up, I am enough. I am enough. And I think if you have that in the back of your head constantly, you're going to remember no matter where you've come from, what anybody's done to you, you are enough. Um, It was tough rebuilding my confidence. Um, I, as I said, it came out quite broken. Um, But having people depend on you makes you really kind of suck it up. Yeah. And get on with it. Um, and I think being having a business again that I did love yeah. really, really helped. And I just had to hide. Even if I wasn't feel confident, feeling confident, yeah. I'd just sing like sing a little song in your head or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Distraction. You know. Yeah. I know this sounds really dumb, but I love um I love the jungle book. Yes. And I love 
I want to be like you. Yeah. And I sing it. Yeah. I want to be like you. <laughs> and I just sing that and it makes me feel happy. Yeah. And it gives me confidence. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I love <laughs> that it. That sounds so dumb. I can't believe I just sang. It doesn't though. It doesn't because we we I talk, you know, we talk about that all the time and we talk about we just find things that you can latch on to, whether it be a song, I mean, we do stuff with theme songs. We've got, you know, mm-hmm. our theme song playlist on Spotify. Yep. You can go on there and find – and even if you start the day with that or when you're yes. feeling like in a slump, go and like play a, play that song that's, that that means something, right? So then – but your brain attaches emotions to things. Absolutely. It, it attaches – I mean, I'm sure everyone has heard a song – you know, I mean, I heard, uh, oh God, we're way off track, but nevertheless, I'll tell you anyway. I heard this <laughs> I song, I heard, we were, I was driving the car the other day and I heard Uncanny X-Men's 50 Years song, right? Came on the radio. Uh, Do you know that? No, I don't know that one, but funny enough, Uncanny X-Men's on my playlist. Oh my about God. work, so the work the song. 50, but that was our year 12 leaving song, <laughs> right? Now it took me. That song came on, like I'm, um, you know, yep. in a completely different place now. It took me straight back oh. to standing on that stage. It created such an emotion. So that song took me back to that place and that emotion of everything that was before me as a, you know, yes. an 18 year old girl. But songs and all those quotes, all those sorts of things do have, you know, your brain does attach an emotion Absolutely. to it. So. Don't, I was I was at a work I was running a workshop the other day and I was I was joking saying, you know, if your husband breaks up with you or your you know your boyfriend breaks up with you, don't put Adele on, don't put that album no, on. Like, no, don't, no, no, <laughs> that's the worst one because it's gonna it's only gonna take you one direction, right? Put Mika Grace Kelly yeah. on. That's yeah. a really good happy that's song. Right. That got me through a lot. But find those points where you get to choose what you bring into your existence to to support you through that time, right? Absolutely. I've got I've got a playlist on my Spotify called Calm My Farm. Yeah. Um, I love cello music. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm an absolute 80s chick. I've yeah. got really eclectic music taste, but I love the cello. Yes. And I have that if I'm feeling overwhelmed yes. and anxious, I put on my cello music. Yeah. yeah. And um, it really helps me. And yeah. now it's got extra stuff in there as well. Like it's got some Vivaldi and it's yeah, got, yeah. you know, all no, but sorts it's these of stuff things. And it's, it's what we say to, I say to clients or whatever, have them set up, have the playlist yes. ready to go, have the quotes ready to go, have the things, have the mantra that you're yep. saying that, that just when you know you're in that place, you go back and you, you, you just go, go to those words or go to that song that just makes you feel good. Change the change yeah. the situation. It makes the endorphins get the happy absolutely. endorphins flowing. It's the pathway. It's the pathway through. And then you can feel like you can do anything. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what, girls, you can. You can absolutely. Just so to what's put that in there. what's the best practice then have that you've discovered to help you increase your confidence? Is it the is it those sort of those trigger points or yeah. what else have you? Um, I so I have a use? lot of quotes at home in my office. Yeah. Um, and, you know, very positive, happy quotes. Um, I have a gratitude journal. Oh, Because yep. it's really easy for us to forget about the little things yeah. that we're grateful for. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll hark back to COVID again. Yes. Um, uh, you know, it was obviously a terrible time. 
And mm. I, I had a lot of bad personal stuff go down in that year. Yeah. Um, but then I look at the things that I was grateful for and I will use this as an example and I'm sorry if this will be a trigger. Um, <laughs> uh, my mum passed right. throughout COVID. Right. But at the time I was working at home. So I was spending more time with her that I would not have been spending with yes, her right. had COVID not happened. Yeah. Um, I was telling you about the sunsets. Yeah. Watching yeah. the sunsets from my veranda. I my veranda almost yeah. like I was always working yeah um I got into gardening yes so you know you think of the things you're grateful for yeah and that really helps pull you out yeah. of a slump and it's only the little things and it really like with my mum's passing obviously we were very close she's featured in my conversation through here yeah um but I, I could look at the good yeah I the could good. flip it yeah. to the good absolutely um, and go, well, isn't it lucky that I was home that day? Yeah. And we were hanging out in the garden with one of the cats. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was mum's happy place and she loved this particular cat um, who was an elderly cat. And, you know, it was a really happy memory. Yeah. Um, Leanne's birthday. Yeah. Just before we all went to Oatley Park and danced. Yeah. Um, that was literally like the week before. So right. things that I would never have done. No. Yeah. So it's it's really important to remember those little things. Yeah, it is. Um. Good coffee in the morning. Yes. You know, just the little things. Yeah. And be grateful for them. Yeah. And start looking for those little – it is looking on a on a daily basis for those little things that you can be grateful for, that you can be – that make you happy. That, yeah. Like that the spark joy back to, you know. Absolutely. Those little tiny things that you go, oh, my God, such a good coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It like, can be the simple things really, can't it? Thank God that Nespresso delivery arrived yesterday and yeah, I've yeah. got good that's Pogs. right. That's right. <laughs> and what about when you were retrenched? What was that moment Ugh. like when you went through that? And then what did you do or what did you think about immediately that, right, I've got to probably get my big girl panties back on again and like make this happen? What What did you do knowing that you had to turn that situation around? Well, first I crumpled in a heap. Yes, we all do. do. That's like, okay. I was like, I was devastated. Yeah. Um, I'd been at this particular company for seven years. Yeah. And I, I loved working there. Yeah. Um. But and it was uh, a scary time. Oh, like that, it was such a scary the whole time. COVID, it, it was so unpredictable. We didn't know what was coming. We didn't know what the world was going to look like. We it live was in a so fully self-employed house yeah. now. Like my husband is self-employed. Yes. So it was like, oh my gosh, that's the only regular income coming into the house. Yeah. And it's going. Yes. Um. But I was working one-on-one with a coach at the time. Yeah. And honestly, I would recommend one-on-ones for anybody because. And I was in a mastermind and they helped me flip the script as yeah. such and say, when I told them, they're like, oh, what a fabulous opportunity for them. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. what am I going to do? It's like, Jen, yeah, look at you. Yeah. You know, use, I'm very, very much into personality testing and stuff and I've not long before that done the Clifton strengths. Right. And surprisingly, I came up as strategic, which I would not have thought. But now, now I look at that and go, oh, totally I'm strategic. Yes, yes. Um, it led me into doing the brand strategy. Yeah. Um, and they're just like, this is this is what you need to do. You know, we're here. Yeah. Um, look at it as an opportunity. What have you got to lose? Yeah. And that led me to Pink Pom Pom, which is yeah. my branding business. And to a life, yep, that I just love. Yeah. Like I am so blessed that this is what I do every day. Yeah. And, and isn't it like one of the confidence techniques that we talk about all the time, it's probably come up on this podcast, like 
30 times out of 30 podcasts um, is who you're surrounding yourself with. Oh. And that is such the great because it's knowing that when when the when it all falls apart, when the days are low, when whatever, there's already an existing group of people that are your cheer squad, that are your cheerleaders, that are standing there going, look at the good, look at the good. Even when – because it's not, you know, stuff happens and you can't always look at the good. But if you are surrounded by people or have people in your life that don't just – like bitch and wallow and go to the yes isn't life hard yes it's all hard all life is terrible you want people to be there to go there's an opportunity here look at that like yes and to support yes. you because they pull you through whatever it is that's happened so much quicker like you just threw it so much quicker investing in yourself and as a business person investing in your business, which is literally investing in yourself, yep. and you're, a, you know, you're a sole person, yep. is so important. Yep. I cannot say strongly enough yep. that you should do it. I know it's kind of like, oh, I can't, I don't have time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but to having do coaching those and people, masterminding, yeah, you mean? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. having those people behind you, oh, and goodness, when you're yeah. in the panic state, yeah. state, and your brain is producing like panic. Yes. Endorphins or whatever it is. Yes. Yeah. Have somebody say to you. And you well, can't think clearly. No, in those you moments. can't you think can't, clearly because you're overwhelmed. Yeah. You're panicking. Yeah. You you need people to turn it and flip that script to say yeah, to you, yeah. Wow, what can you now do? Yeah. This is how exciting for you. Yeah. And you're going, I'm not excited. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm terrified. And look, I'm still terrified. Yes. Because you know what? We're all terrified yeah. because, you know, you can't not be terrified when you're taking big steps no. and making big but changes. Fear's great. Like we talk – again, we talk about the fear thing. It's all in our courses, like trying to re-educate women about fear because the fear means you're on the edge of your comfort zone. I was going to say great things. great place to great be. Great things never came from a comfort zone. No. One of my favourites. Yes, yes. <laughs> we talk – we say the de- it's in the discomfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but you've got to be – but. So many people feel that fear and retreat. Yes. And go, oh, there's something scary here, so I shouldn't go this path. No, it's actually quite the opposite. Feel the fear and do it anyway. That's right. You've got to feel that and get used to feeling that and push through it because there's such great things on the other side. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you never try, you never know. Yes. I'm I'm such a quote girl and it's like nothing ventured, nothing gained. (laughs) I'm they forever spat out. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love your Instagram and I read a post on your Instagram the other day where you talked about how much you've changed over the past few years and how your business has helped you regain your confidence and self-worth after many years of fading into the background. You said you never used to draw attention to yourself but that now you've spoken to a room full of women at a conference in New York and yes. you have pink hair, which I you do. do. How has being a businesswoman changed your life and what was it about your businesses that helped you to increase your confidence and become that like that breakthrough of becoming more visible? As you're saying, businesses are very, very much more visible because people want to connect with the person behind the business. It's so easy on social media. and But that's a big step for people. What is it about that your businesses that have helped you increase your confidence and how did you be how did you find that confidence to become more visible? Um it's it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um but when you are a business owner, 
you have to, you simply have to show up. Yeah. Um, part of what I teach people is humanizing their brand and creating relationships. Now, if you think about your best friends, if you suddenly didn't call them, didn't show up, weren't interested in what they were doing, are they still going to be your friend? No. Mm. So mm. having a business on social media is a little bit like that. Yeah. You really have to connect with the people. And to connect, they want to see you. Yeah. So there's no, there's almost no choice. But then when you see how people react mm. to you and people start sending you DMs and, you know, and then you go, oh, like they're actually quite liking this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's you that just your confidence just grows yeah um yeah so it's like the taking action part like it start, is like pushing through that you've initial got to just uncomfortable push the un- yeah part. i'm not a fan so like something that you know my ex-husband used to say um you know obviously it was not a good breakup but you used to be so pretty before you got so fat and ugly oh so <laughs> what a loser but, but <laughs> So those first, when I said fade yeah. in the background, I didn't want to be seen Yeah, because I did feel fat and ugly. Yeah. And it is about your inner yes. self-worth. Um, but as time grew on and I met my, well, I, you know, built up the business, met yeah. my current husband who is amazing um, and supports me in every absolute yeah. way he can yeah that confidence just grows when you've got friends and people you meet saying what you're doing is good yeah you're amazing you're so strong that confidence just keeps growing yeah um because you go oh i don't think i'm that great but then hang on yeah you know i've inspired such and such and my story has inspired them yeah so it gives you the confidence to speak out yes knowing that you may help somebody else yeah and you may help somebody overcome what you've been through yeah absolutely. which is why i speak openly about my ex-husband and my kind of well the life i have created yeah because i know how hard it is yeah i know how devastating it is there were days where i just did not want to get out of bed yeah yeah. Um, there were days that I'm like, wouldn't it be better if I just went to sleep and didn't wake up? Yes, but, of course. you know, I had my mother, I had my daughter. Yeah. Um, I had to keep going. Yeah. And, you know, life changes. Yeah. And it's, it's pushing through those times. And I think what you said about, again, it's those people around you. Yeah. That, but sometimes we have to just ignore the voice that's going on in our head oh. because it's lying through its teeth. Yes. It's not telling the truth. And then you do start producing stuff in the world or you start making a difference to someone or someone says, oh, my gosh, that's, like, amazing. You've made a meal different. And that's the actual evidence of what your life is doing, who you are. And I often say to clients, like, where's the evidence for the conversation that's going, you know, that's like, oh, I'm this and I'm not good enough. And I'm like, is there any evidence? Oh, no, well, my boss told me I'm really making a great difference and I'm doing a great job. Okay, so that's completely contrary to what your brain's saying. So we'll, how about we ignore the brain and just go with what's the evidence externally, right? Because sometimes when we're not feeling we're not feeling in control of that voice in our head, we have to just stop and look at the outside evidence. Oh, my daughter thinks I'm amazing. Oh, she relies on me. Oh, these people think, oh, I'm doing a great job with this business. And, and, and the, you know, you have to just stop and look at the evidence outside because it's very often very contradictory to what that mean girl mean girl is saying in 
in your head. Mm, I have a very mean girl in there. We all and, do, Dad. Yeah. We and all do. And she's like, you yeah. know, who do you think you are yeah. that you could go on and yeah. create a business yeah. with you know, and you have to strategy. shut her down because so like, she's just gonna go. She's just gonna talk yep. incessantly, and she doesn't actually care much about the evidence on the outside no. that's contrary to I'm her say, opinion. Go away, <laughs> go away. I'm closing the door. I'm I'm really good with visual techniques in my head. Um, it helps me a lot. Being creative. creative yes. Oh my gosh, my head is like, you know, a thousand browsers open, three yep. frozen, and where's the music coming from? You know, that's my brain. So I um I I visualize stuff. Um and. I also was unwell a few years ago and I was taking some very strong medication and I re- this is how this whole visual thing came in and um, yeah. I was very like paranoid and distressed right. and anxious and I'm like, why am I like this? Yes, I was in chronic pain. I yeah. had sciatica. I was in chronic pain but like really this was not me um, and I, I Googled the medication I was on. It was like can have side effects that can cause paranoia or suicidal tendencies. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. But I was going to the hospital within a week to see pain management. So what I did, and I could feel the black cloud coming down. Yeah. I visualized grabbing that black cloud and throwing it away. Yeah. And that actually worked. And that's what yeah. I do with my mean girl. Yeah. I slam the door in her face. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because she's just going to talk incessantly. Yeah. But, you just and we've all got her, you know, anyone who doesn't have her – I don't know. I want whatever you're on because we've <laughs> we've all got her, but mm-hmm. it's it's managing her and not mm-hmm. buying into the lies mm-hmm. that she tells. The closing door is really good. I it's love that good. You close the door yeah. when she's talking. And yeah, yeah. You go, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> now we've brought up your husband a few times. Yes, now you're now remarried him. after an amazing wedding in Vegas. Yes. Uh, married by Elvis, of course. Uh, absolutely. Um. And you seem like you're in a really good place at the moment, but I'm sure there were times in your past, as we've talked about, where you didn't ever think you'd feel this happy again. So what advice do you have for women who may be currently going through what you went through in in a relationship breakdown and maybe feeling like they're not going to meet anyone and there's not, you know, there's that rebuilding section who feel like they need to rebuild their confidence? What, What would you say to them? I'd say it's, it's baby steps. Mm, really right. is baby steps. Just take each day as it comes. Um, tomorrow is a new day. Yeah. So you might have had a really bad day, but just remember the next day, it, you know, sometimes it just can't – it, it yeah. won't get worse. It will get better. Yeah. And every day it does just get better and better. Yeah. Um. And, and that you, I really loved when you – where you talked about – we talked a bit before the – um, our podcast today where you're saying that when you're in that place of really outside just out just out of a marriage that you had to, you knew you had to work on you you weren't going to go and meet somebody oh no you had to build yourself up and then find that person that was gonna love you for who you were yeah not the not the broken person not someone who was going to fix her or you know you know try to save her you mm. had to build yourself up first and then meet someone that just is that support that you're you know that support person and on someone who's just going to have your back no matter what yeah i didn't meet david so don't laugh first husband's david second husband's david <laughs> so we have d1 and d2 um <laughs> 
God, I love it. Um, I met him about three years after we'd split up. But I'd in that time, I'd had to rebuild yeah. and start, like, you know, as we said earlier, um, buying out my ex, etc. So knowing that I was strong and yes. had built up to that gave me the confidence to think about dating again. Yeah. And there's a little, there is a little funny story about this. So um, my ex had rung and said, oh, I'm on match.com. Have you ever heard of him? I'm like, no, I don't need to go on a dating site. <laughs> of course, then I had to go find him on the dating site and see what he, what, what his pro- yeah, profile yeah, looked yeah, like. Yeah. But to do the, to do that, I had to join it. And so I filled out uh, like a, the forms and everything on, yes, you know, the questions yeah, yeah. and finally got to him. And then when I got home from work, I was like, Oh, I have a match. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, and it kind of went from there. Serendipity at its best. So I met my husband on RSVP and it's. I did too, by the way. uh, Well, there you go. It's such a cool way to meet people, isn't it? And I mean, I look, look at that now and, you know, we've been together for 14 years. Right. Married for three this October. Yeah. And he's my, like, I, I know you think when the, the marriage breaks down, I'm never going to meet yeah. another man. I yeah. don't want men. Yes. Bloody men, can't yeah. stand them. Yeah. However, if you meet the right person, yeah. it makes all the difference. He's but my biggest gotta, supporter. He's my gotta, cheerleader. You've got to have to build that core You've got to build the confidence of, up, up to yeah. realise yeah. that – and, I mean, as I said earlier, what, you know, I thought when we split up, like to even put myself out there yeah. to go dating, it was like, oh, my gosh, yeah. nobody's going to want to go out with me. Yeah, yeah. However, yes. they did. yes. I made some really cool friends that yeah. I'm still I'm still friends with now. Yeah, yeah. Um. And I had a blast. Yeah. Like, and that was such a confidence boost. It was. And I yeah. mean, look, you don't need to be in a relationship to be confident. Yeah. Um. But just going out and meeting new people as well. Yeah. Because we don't do this stuff these days no. anymore. Like we don't. No. You know, how many of us go to nightclubs at our age? Yeah. Like you don't. <laughs> So just meeting no. someone to chat with a cof- for a coffee. There's yeah. there are networking clubs and things. I would highly recommend it yeah. to anybody. Yeah, putting yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and going and meeting and it's some practice new too. It's practice. Absolutely, because you are you're feeling that fear like we we're talking about, yeah. but you're pushing through it, and then it gets easier. It yes. gets easier every time. Yep. The first time is terrifying. The first time doing oh, anything is terrifying. I was I was positively ill. Yes, but then you. <laughs> You know, you've got to be in action. And that's, yeah. again, we talk about get in action and start pushing through the fear because then your confidence builds on confidence. Like it, the, you, you're proud of yourself that you did it. And then that builds and helps for the next time mm-hmm. and the next time and the next time. So, As we've said a couple of times, it's about comfort zones. You I know, know. Great things never came from comfort zones. I mean, no. if I hadn't have got out of my comfort zone and gone dating, yeah. I wouldn't have met David. That's right. We wouldn't have the life that we now have together, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um, and he's a cat man yeah. as well. <laughs> um, well, he had to be, didn't he? Well, he didn't have a choice. <laughs> but still, he loves He loves them just as much as I do. Yeah. You hear him come in, he's like, hey, guys, yeah, you know, where yeah, are you? Yeah. Like, and he talks to them to meet a like-minded. I mean, and yeah. my ex-husband loved the cats as well yeah. too. But, you know, just to meet somebody that's like, you know, yeah. our businesses are quite compatible. Yeah. Um, you know. It it's, works. It works. It's just like, yeah, serendipity really. It is. Yeah. Oh, Jen, so good. So inspiring. What, again, what you've created from 
such a bad place and I think so many women will be so getting so much out of today's conversation I because so. there's just they can see there's so many different points in our life you know regardless whether it's a marriage or a relationship or anything or building a business there is these challenges that you come up against so it's so it's so great to hear your story so now we're going to finish on our final rise women power questions so are you ready yes what do you wish every woman knew that they are enough. Yes, I know. That they are enough. You are enough. You will always be enough. Can you imagine what the world would be like be if we all knew that? Yeah. What is your superpower? So my superpower, which still amazes me, is st- strategic thinking. Great. Yeah. Like I never, I never realized. I'm. I've got. I feel like I have the superpower. And again, this is only developed from when I was made redundant. Yeah. Yeah. I can look at businesses now. And I can immediately see how they can be improved, what I can do to help them. And it's so exciting because I love it. I love it. So it's a real new, a new superpower you've discovered in yourself. But I think another general superpower is positivity, I would say. I'm pretty positive. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Just just sort of add that one in. (laughs) Now, I think I already know heels or flats? Flats. You're a flats girl. Totally. Sneakers. Sneakers. Yep. And shiny ones. We've got some nice yeah. shiny. That you don't wear just normal flats though. You no, no. wear like wear cool it. ass, uh-huh. awesome. I'm sure you shop a lot on strange places on the internet to find the most outrageously lovely, awesome. Yeah, Irregular Choice Rolly Nation. Oh, I love Gra- Oh, they're I follow so Follow cool. them on Insta. I've got like three pairs of their sneakers. <laughs> and Rolly Nation, honestly, the coolest, most comfy shoes these ones are. Yeah, yeah. Comfy shoes, they're the best. I've got like eight pairs. Oh, my God. I, I know. love them. I mean, who even goes enough places these days to have eight I know. So t- I know. I know. It's scary. Anyway, mm-hmm. the world is changing again. We're going back. Exactly. We've got to get out. We've got to get out. Okay, your favourite quote or rule to live by? Okay, so my favourite quote, and I've actually got it on my phone so I don't how forget did any you, of the words. How did you decide? Because you're sure you've got so many. This is above my um, my desk. Okay. It's my cover on my business page. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on my diary. i got a custom-made diary and I just love it because every time I read it, it gives me goosebumps and I feel like it's been – it wasn't written for me but I feel like it was. Yes. And I think this will resonate with many of you out there. Maybe the journey isn't much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about becoming everything that isn't really you so you can be who you were meant to be in the first place. Mm. And I feel like that's my life right now. Yes. Yeah. I just love it. It's still yeah. like you can see goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to think if I if that quote helps yes. somebody that's listening now yeah. kind of look at their life differently, well, yeah. you yeah. know, it, it, that would be so cool. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Who inspires you and why? So I thought about this because I did get a little, you know, heads up of what some of the questions were. We said, yes, be. we send our five power questions. Um, I'm like, who inspires me? Well, so many people. Um, you know, my mum inspired me. My dad passed when, you know, she was only 53 and, yeah. you know, she inspired. She, she has helped me amazingly over the years. But I have to say my, my, my true inspiration, I think, well, is my daughter yeah. and, and my husband, but my daughter because she's like this really cool person yeah. and she's strong and she's empathetic and she's kind and, you know, I feel like I've done a good job bringing yeah. up a good human <laughs> oh, God. and yeah. that inspires me, yeah. you know, that like 
you know, the the world is her oyster oh, and yeah. I feel so blessed yeah. that I've had a part in that. Yeah. Um, I remember getting my tea leaves read a long yes. time ago, you know, and it did <laughs> say, so, yeah, it, it said, the lady said it was like, it was actually quite extensive, like psychic thing. Um, but they, she said like, she is going to go forth and Chelsea was two at the time. She's going to go forth and she's going to make a difference. Wow. And I feel like looking at her grow up, I can feel that. Yeah. Um, and she just, she just, she's so strong. Yeah. And isn't it lovely to be part of now their their future to see what they create and what what have you yeah it is and and my husband inspires me every day because he just you know he's he's like my freaking cheerleader yeah yeah (laughs) no he's great I loved yeah actually him I'm talking about business yeah just quickly I'm so proud of him because he started a business and through COVID like at the beginning of last year he was actually thinking no it's too much he is like turn that business around and is making like 10 times yeah. more what he yeah. did in in uh, turning over yeah. in 2019. So I'm so yeah. very proud of him. And he inspires me to like keep going. Keep going. You just keep going. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've said to him all along, I totally believe in you. Yeah. I know you've got this. Yeah. yeah. But still, yeah. you know, like it's just don't, don't give up. No. Don't give up. Never give up. Never give up. All right, last one. Finish this sentence. If I had even more confidence than I do now, I would dance on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't quite got to the dancing yet. Have you not? I'm no. sure I've seen or do you. I, dance. Do a reel. I haven't oh, done a reel yet. So, I, I don't. Much time I know. I know. I, can't, I don't have the. I know. Not even time. I'm a bit. I'm not a. I'm not into them. But I know. I'm, I'm over the. It was nice when it first came out, but I'm. I'm so over the pointing word thing now like it's like a million there's a million done it I'm, i know i don't seeing, i don't want to sit and read them I'm, I'm no open. i don't read them i'm seeing some really cool ones though actually yeah. um i saw a girl uh that i know who's a personal stylist she actually did one where she jumped from like did a day of different outfits oh okay that was really that was cool fun. yeah that yeah. was really cool yeah yeah but yeah dancing well, in my stories okay. and my friend tags me all the time and i just ignore her <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you, Jen. Thank you for being here and oh, sharing you. your story. Thank and you thank for you. Me. Oh, it's as I said, when we when we met and I heard more about you, and I think I think at the time I was talking to you about the workshops i'm I'm running for. Um, women escaping domestic violence yes, and then that's yes. when one of the your you were like if the, you know uh, how inspired you were around what we do to help that and, yes. and you sharing you know helping those sorts of women which is where we sort of got to your story but um you know I know that there's so many women that listen to this that are gonna get so much value from your techniques from your strength from your courage from your believing in yourself and creating the life you did so thank you so much for sharing it with us it's an absolute pleasure and inspiring our listeners and being just such the bold beautiful amazing <laughs> woman that has the same most outrageous hair that I do because there there's only a few of us in the yep. in the area couldn't be without it no now. that's right same same but um no I appreciate it appreciate no, you was, spending time to do this it today. was an absolute pleasure and honestly if if somebody out there if one person out there resonates with yep. what I've just said you know that makes me yeah that sparks joy oh there's more than one i promise you there's yeah, more I'm than sure one and you be. can tag us on instagram and t- tell us you know dms and share what you did god if the, if today did resonate with you 
But thank you to everyone for listening today. And remember, there are so many ways that we can help you become the confident woman you've always wanted to be. So please get in touch with us or visit risewomen.com. We want to ensure that confidence is every woman's new normal. And we do that by getting our programs and resources out to as many women as possible. So until next time, remember, with confidence, anything is possible. Bye for now.